And I'm always tuned in to my favorite radio station. Fresh. Look what I brought for you. From the Rock City of Nigeria. Rock City of Nigeria. This is Fresh 107.9.
It's Fresh 107.9 FM. Good morning to you, wherever you're listening to us from. Today, Monday, the 14th, today in the month of June uh, 2021. Hope your Monday morning has started the brightest way possible. Uh, it's a public holiday, so I know a number of people at home uh, enjoying themselves, uh, taking a rest uh, before we get back to work tomorrow. Uh, you'd agree with me because of the situation. Uh, you know, economically in the country, uh, for some people would rather, you know, stay home this morning. A lot of people got out very early this morning just to make ends meet. Uh, for some people, there is no choice. You just have to be out there uh, to get uh, food on the table for your families. Whatever your situation is, uh, we should do very best. We hope you find what you're looking for uh, this uh, Monday morning. Uh, the duo of uh, Peter and Paulo Koye, at that time, they were together as P-Square, uh, coming together with uh, Dave Scott with a song titled Bring It On, kickstarting things this morning, right here on Fresh 107.9 FM. Awali Bakar is my name, is Platform this Monday morning. Remember, we do this Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh, from 10 to 11. Uh, it's actually uh, a busy week, uh, so to speak, because of uh, the number of uh, conversations that will be going on uh, around the world. Um, expectedly, there are still talks ongoing as regards uh, the democracy day here in Nigeria, which was celebrated on Saturday, the 12th of June. Uh, you'd understand that uh, there would be a lot of talks as far as uh, the, demo- uh, the level of which at which our democracy is at. Uh, for a couple of days to come. Uh, today, the 12th, I mean the 14th rather, is actually the World Blood Donor Day. Now, that's a day uh, that is celebrated each year on the 14th of June. It's organized, it was organized in the, the very first time in 2005 by a joint initiative of the WHO, uh, the International Federation of Red Cross and Red Crescent Societies, to raise awareness of the need of safe blood and blood products. And uh, also to thank blood donors for their voluntary life-saving gifts of blood. The World Blood Donor Day is one of 11 official global public health campaigns marked by the WHO. That's, of course, along with the World Health Day, uh, World uh, Chagas Disease Day, World Tuberculosis Day, uh, World... Malaria Day, yes, there are quite a number of them. Uh, World Hepatitis Day, I know. There's a long list. World No Tobacco Day, that's another. Quite a number of them. Um, Today, uh, but also uh, this week, tomorrow, yes, June 15, is a World Elder Abuse Awareness Day. That's another very critical conversation we should have this week. And I, uh, many thanks to Mr. Ben Gagbeson who pointed that out to me uh, some days back. I know that um, Wednesday the 16th is going to be the day of the African child. So there's a lot of conversations that will be going on uh, this week. But today, Monday on the platform, our focus uh, is still talking about the aftermath of the Democracy Day celebration on Saturday. Uh, The protests in some places... Uh, the conversations, the big question as to uh, where we are at as far as our democracy is concerned. Saturday saw a lot of us say to ourselves, happy democracy day. Question is, was it really happy democracy day? Are we really happy with our democracy? Those are critical questions begging for answers. We'll attempt to get answers this morning, at least similitude of answers, uh, whatever the case is. I have with me in the studio, uh, Mr. Solomon and Lolloboy joins me this morning as we take a look at some of these issues together. Good morning, sir. Great to have you in the studio this morning. Good morning, Mr. Wally. Thanks for having us. Well, uh, let's just dive right into it. Uh, like I said earlier, you know, uh, naturally in this part of the world, we have greetings for 
virtually every occasion. And, <laughs> you know, Saturday saw a lot of... Uh, and, Interestingly, on Saturday morning, I was on radio and uh, one of the callers, one of my callers said to me, good morning, Wally, happy democracy day. And right there was asking himself, is it really happy democracy day? <laughs> and and, and, and that's, 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 that's the big question, yeah. uh, you know, because... Uh, yes, you'd expect protests are part of the more crisis. You'd expect that there would be, uh, you know, gatherings. But the question is, what what are the reasons for these gatherings? Here in Nigeria, the reasons for the gatherings were not entirely to celebrate the fact that we're in a democracy. Uh, some of, most of the gatherings were to, you know, show displeasure mm-hmm. at the level at which our democracy is. So, what was it really? Yeah, happy democracy day. I think that's where to start this morning, Mr. Enlolubo. Um, to, to, to give you a very direct answer to that, um, it wasn't really a very happy democracy day. I mean, even events leading to that day, I mean, were no pleasant events. So, um, I mean, the ban on Twitter and all of that, because democracy, one of the hallmark of democracy is free speech. And when you have sp- free speech, even the medium to convey the speech should be free. And so, if our government had issues with Twitter, I guess there are measured responses to it, and not an outright suspension or as it as it were. But we all know it was a ban. So, I mean, so if the, the direct answer to the question, and I mean, it wasn't a very happy democracy day. A democracy day that people could not actually go out to celebrate. If you go out on Saturday, a lot of people were indoors. A lot of people's. 75 percent i mean 90 percent at least at the very start of yes, the day because uh, i mean up to like even 2 p.m mm. people were really in those why they were afraid a lot of people say they were going to be protest people are going to be killed a lot of um police songs were roaming online saying in Imali and things like that so people were scared people were afraid nobody came out to celebrate um a few people came out to protest um i know in abukta we had a few um ududua nation protest we had um um, some other people came to protest. Um, you know, I I particularly had a song. Some people were singing on that day. If you permit me to sing it, they were saying "She Democracy Lee Like, is this democracy? People are hungry. So, I mean, we we all wanted democracy during the military era everybody wanted the advent of a new system of governance where there will be freedom and all of that and we had democracy and we begin to question ourselves is this democracy because the attendant um development democracy is meant to is meant to be a means towards growth and development of the people and so if that is not achieved um, then we can't we can really say we're having true democracy in the country and we can't we do not have anything to show for it beyond changing of government and election every four years and you know I, I, now that you brought up you know the issue of election and changing of government I, I like to particularly look at this issue as not a problem of now uh, as a problem that we've been dealing with for a while now because you know when when you talk of the protests that were that happened on Saturday in in some places, uh, although there were no full blown protests here in Abuja, for example. But when you talk about them, uh, some of them were targeted mainly at this administration. For example, in Abuja, you could hear them say, "Boy, must go," yeah. you know. Uh, and then the the big question is: uh, 
is it just about this administration or is it, it's a problem that that has been there since democracy returned in 1999 and unfortunately we failed to build on the gains of at least that day because i'm sure a lot of people must have been glad at the return of democracy yes i mean it's pent up really um so but majority of the venom and anger is directed towards this administration um this administration came on the change agenda and so, I mean, almost we all campaigned for it. We, we were all tired of um, the previous administration. We call him, we call him clueless. We call him different names. And so we expected, especially with a lot of young people on social media, uh, which we all know their names, the the social media influencers. Everybody killed, even actors and actresses. Everybody killed behind this current administration to say this is who we want. And because we want change, we want things to be different. We've had sixteen years of a particular party we mm. want to taste something different and all of that so we we i mean we, there was a great expectation and we were all excited when the the new president on inauguration they say i'm for nobody i'm from everybody i mean um we, we we if you remember we heard body body language you know when you say the body language of the president if you remember i mean they, they moved the military men to facebook Quaram. i mean yeah the top hierarchy of the military moved them to Facebook, and you know things were going fine until we just saw we we were stagnated. I mean, a lot of people were expecting it would be the Ministry of Power with um, the new power f- um, rule. Okay. Yeah, I mean, when you know, Mr. Fashola was in was charge of minister. that, mm. I mean, m- more or less with de facto Prime Minister. I mean, I was one of those people that said, after seeing Fashola's antecedent in Lagos, I'm like, put Fashola in this ministry and let him do the ma- magic and... I tell you, begin to have power 20 hours in a day. And we're expecting high expectation. I mean, we had, we had a lot of high expectation. We want, we want, we want good schools, good public schools. We want good hospitals. We want um, good roads. We want power. We want water. We want so many things. So that, that the 16 years of the previous administration could not give us. So we're really expectant. The expectations were high. And all of a sudden, we didn't get nothing. I mean, beyond beyond the railway system, I really do not know what other thing this administration have done. Personally, I might be wrong. But beyond um, the railway systems, what other thing are we enjoying? Uh, do we have improved power supply? Are our, uh, our hospitals better for it now? Um, are, are our schools better? Um, the transportation sector, apart from... The railways. real system that you talk about. Yeah, so apart from we were, I, what what facet of our national life is better for it for for the democracy we we now have? So, I mean, it, it calls for a, a serious concern. Some people are even thinking: Are we actually sure this democracy is actually good for us? Shouldn't Africans come together and design their own system of governance that would deliver growth and development for the African countries? And so we need to really think about it beyond going to the election every four years what else are we enjoying even freedom of speech we can't say we are really enjoying it no no we'll we'll take a very quick pause and and when we return uh, let's let's we'll we'll begin to look at it from the angle of uh, you know shared responsibility because uh so uh, on saturday um i was uh speaking with a member of the civil society organization who was of the opinion that you know even the people have uh uh, lacked in their responsibilities as far as um, asking questions as far as doing the right thing because we've had chances year for, at least after every four years and uh, the belief is that the people have failed to take those chances we'll get into all of that after this quick break don't go anywhere
You don't see that new funny video for Twitter? That one with the boy. You mean this one? What of that brother Shaggy News Kitty? Where the circulate was up? Oh, this one. What of that meme? Where the guy? <laughs> when mouth open like this, ba? Mr. Noito, which data you they use know all these things? Now, glow new data plans get me. <gasps> Are you serious? With just 50 naira, I they get 50 MB. And with just 100 naira, I they get 150 MB. We have to use chat or browse on top Facebook, WhatsApp, Twitter, and even Snapchat. Hey, well, no, don't dull yourself, oh. Dial star 777 hash now. Make you begin the browse, they go. Glow Unlimited. <laughs> Platinum on Fresh 107.9 FM. So thank you for staying with us uh, this uh, morning. Uh, the um, aftermath or a number of questions that have been raised uh, since the Democracy Day celebrations is getting our attention this uh, morning. I've been speaking with uh, Solomon and Lolubo uh, this uh, morning. And just before we went on that break, uh, he was talking about how there were our expectations uh, before the current administration and our Nigerians are questioning, uh, you know, whether we're, uh, the country is truly in a democracy. Now, let, let's, like I said, just following that break, let's let's get to, you know, the, this talks about how the responsible the uh, situation is uh, the fault of everyone, not just the leadership. Because I've had a number of, um, uh, you know, commentators say that. In a democracy, the people have a role to play, and that uh, the people haven't also played their role particularly well. Although there is, there are the others. I'd say, uh, the bulk of the job is on the table of uh, you know the leadership, and they're, they're just not doing it well. What what do you make of this argument as to uh, uh, you know whose uh, failure it is? Uh, why are we found ourselves in this situation? It's a fine line, really. Um, a lot of people put it on the doorstep of the leadership. A lot of people put it on the doorstep of the followership. But we all know um, it all rises and falls on leadership. Now, the, the leader is meant to be a visionary person who envisions where the society or the organization should be and works out to place or put the organization where it should be. Now, so if, if our leaders know, okay, this is the problem with the followership, what have they done? fixing that problem i mean why are you even in the position of leadership if you do not have solutions or if you cannot seek solutions if you cannot implement solutions to many of our i mean national problems so the only problem i see with the followership which will now even lead to the leadership is every four years we collect two thousand naira, we collect five thousand naira. you name your price they pay you, you go ahead and vote that's about the only problem i see with followership now, now, that problem is actually not even with the followership. And this is the reason. Because we are poor. Now, poor people most of the time make poor judgment. They make poor decisions, irrational decisions. Now, a, a poor, hungry guy is not thinking about the next four years. He's thinking about what am I going to feed on today? Am I going to survive tomorrow? How am I going to pay my children's school fees? So if you give me 5,000 naira, okay, my, my son is going to school on Monday. At least some money will go with him on Monday. And so the poor man is thinking about now. Now, why are we still poor? It's because of our leadership. So they already know that once people can make, once people can make informed decisions, they are not going to vote for you. And that is why even the elite that can make informed decisions are not coming out on the day of the election to vote. And that's why we keep having that cycle. Now, if all of us, 90% of Nigerians, can make a critical or uh, rational decision 
on okay who am i voting for why am i voting for this guy what is it what are these manifesto what did he promise us to do once they get there um and you will see that we will vote in the right way but if we are voting because we are poor and we need to eat and you know those things and that's the only blame i'm going to put on the um because even though you're poor think about your future and think about okay if i pay in mind if i collect this money now does that mean my son's schools will be better does that mean the hospital when i get sick will be better does that mean the roads to my house will be tired does that mean um there will be constant power supply does that mean i don't have to buy, buy pure water before i drink does that mean there'll be a public water supply and those are the things even though you're poor those are the things you should begin to think about before you make your decision to vote and that is the only blame i can put on the doorstep of the followers to say we don't speak we we actually do speak i mean see the protest for answers it was a it was it was bottled up and pent up anger and it busted see the post on the occupying Niger back in 20 i mean at some critical times the people of this country speak up and when they speak the leaders do hear it loud and clear but so to say we don't speak is not totally true it might take us long before we speak i mean look look at on on it's not a crime to protest is it but so many people were locked up on saturday because they protested and so it is wrong for them for the for you to say we don't speak up so but the whole problem you know rise and falls on the leadership our leaders know the problem of this country you know what i was at the program yesterday and they were saying what was our problem i said the only problem we have in this country is poverty take away poverty every other thing will fall into place but because we are still very poor even the leadership problem will fall into place because once you're no longer poor you do not expect two thousand naira. you think before you vote and once you vote um give it some time we'll begin to get it right so once we can our leaders know what our problems are but they won't fix it because they are benefiting from the problem and even we the followers because we're poor we're not thinking right to change those leaders at the time we need to change them now just before we get into talks as to uh, you know how we begin to, ch- to make these changes um or you know the, the 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 other big question that a number of people were asking of course june 12 uh, was a reminder of uh, the late chief mk abiola what he went through his mandate and how uh, you know, you could say he died for this country. Now, and so many others who also who also lost their lives, lost uh, their loved ones, loved one thing or the other because of that struggle. And, you know, the, the question that's always on the minds of many is, uh, is this a democracy that these individuals, fought you know, fought for? Is this yeah. democracy they, this, they had these losses for? I was... Um, Listening to the son of the late MK or Colabiola, the other day saying, "Well, this is not a democracy," you know, my my father fought. Right? It just brings us to the question because you mentioned earlier how some people have said maybe we need to design our own system that works for us. Are we are we sure the trouble? Because you, we've spoken so much about leaders uh, or leadership. Is it, uh, it appears the trouble is not entirely. The, the trouble is was never the system. The trouble has always been the individuals in the system. Um. To, to start with, um, this is not the democracy they fought for. This is not democracy the Ajashin, the Ibrahim Adesoya, the Wole Shoyinka, all the Nadeko gang, like I used to call them. This is not the democracy they fought for. But I should quickly say this. Um, one of the mistakes they made, which many of them have owned up to, was they fought for the democracy. They were given the democracy and they stepped back from taking leadership position once democracy came. Look at all the Nadeko um, 
the main leaders who among them were ministers who among them were governors who among them were you know taking leadership position once they came they remained um activists and that didn't help us and so and that's why I, I keep saying today, I mean, how many of us, we keep being activists. You say, demo, you say politics is a dirty game. You don't want to touch it even with a long, long stick and all of that. But people that, you know, stick their neck out of it, they're not making the right decision. So we all have to get involved. So this is not the democracy they fought for. And so we, we need to make amends when necessary. The other part of your question is um, if we are going to evolve our own system of governance. Now, history told us that Africa was on the rise to civilization before they had, before the white men came. And when white men came, the, one of the reasons they came for was um, trade until they changed this for us. Um, they came for trade and we're trading with each other. I mean, we know how, um, even how they burnt beneath down, burnt beneath down and took away all our artifacts. Those things are attached to our civilization. And so, what if we had continued, we had been allowed to continue on that trajectory, would our, would our civilization not compete mm. with Western civilization? So, we, we should begin to, I mean, there are so many flaws to democracy. In, in the in, in reality well look at the flaws we're having in america today and you know because of um some political decisions that will not favor you some leaders are not taking the right decisions even when it is glaring that this is the right thing to do but because it's going it's going to backfire politically it's going to backfire and they might not even get their seat the next election i mean look at even even the last election with donald trump and all of that um alternative reality and a big man in poll we know what the republican party was known for in the bush era in all the uh, you know all those times and we know what it is now known for in the in in the trump era and so we we know the We've seen countries that de- developed really, albeit with little or no, with little or no problems, without democracy. I mean, China does not have democracy. A lot of people will argue against that. That is authoritarian, and if you see the situation in Hong Kong and all of that. Um, but but I mean, we've had some other examples of even United Kingdom tweaked their democracy. Some people will say it's monarchy. Some people will say it's democracy and all of that. So let us begin to tweak ours too. Do not let us, you know, import it and, you know, swallow it just the way it is. How can we not, how can we well, tweak it to but, work for us? But wouldn't you say? Wally, as we speak, democracy is not working for us. Is I, I, I was going to say, because when you say tweak, I would say, wouldn't you say it's actually been tweaked? Because, uh, when you look at some of these countries that we copy and look at where they are and what they're achieving or what they've been able to achieve with their democracy, you could argue that some individuals have tweaked our democracy to work for them, maybe not for the generality exactly people, we're saying. but work for it, them. It was strict to work for the little, for the few. I mean, I was thinking the other day, and this is what I was thinking. We also were happy to see our president begin to speak to us. Mm. And so one of the things the president spoke was the, the death of local government and its mission. And I saw my president complaining, telling them to go back to the state governors. And I'm like, okay, you are the president. Now, as a president, I can organize the sitting of all the honorables in all these houses of assembly in all the Tennessee states. If maybe with um, maybe minus Abuja, they will not be up to one thousand. They are not up to one thousand. Max, they will be like one thousand one. 
organize them, get all the state governors together and push for the revival of local government administration. Get all the assembly guys to whatever the legal framework they need to do, push for it. Make it your agenda. Work for it. Be on the street for it. Visit different states for it. You know, advocate for it and make sure it happens. Why would he be complaining? Why would the president be complaining something is not happening in his own country? I mean, you're the leader. You have all the apparatus of the state to make it happen. And so just do it. Just do it. Stop complaining to us. Stop telling back, telling us to go back to the state government. So those are the things we expect democracy to do for us. I mean, if I have to run to my state governor because my road in Olokuta is not hard, and you need to actually come to Olokuta and see what the road looks like. Mm. And so if I have to go to... The state governor has about 20, 26, you know, 20 local governments to go through. About 26 guys from these houses of assembly are pushing him every day. By the way, do you know we do not have legislative independence? The legislator in Ogun State, as with many other states, depend on the state government for their salaries. And so, if you are a legislator, a member of Ogun State House Assembly, and you are talking too much, the governor can actually withhold your salary. And he who holds the piper dictates the tune. And that, we say that is democracy. And we say that is representative democracy. That is not democracy. And so, that's what I'm saying. Is this democracy? No. This democracy is not working for us. If this is what they call democracy, then I don't think this is what we want. If this is the definition of democracy, I do not think this is what Nigerian wants. By the way, I was watching TV yesterday and the popular data analyst was on TV and he was saying, yes, 85% of Nigerians want democracy. But 35% are saying, uh, I mean, um, 30, um, 85% want democracy, but 35% are saying that this is not the, the democracy. democracy we want. We want a democracy that works for us. A democracy that helps us to put food on the table. A democracy that helps us to send our kids to the best school and compete with the best world because we are the best in the world because it's a global this is a global world a democracy that our president that our governors our ministers we don't have to travel abroad i mean if our healthcare system are so bad they can't use it then what happens to the rest of us that do not have the means to do that if democracy that there is power now if you solve the power problem we can begin to talk of if you solve the power problems even the youth will have jobs because even if you want to do you want to set up a barbing salon today the guy in ghana is better off because his rent is not as expensive as what we have here and he does not have to bother about, about buying generators buying fuel and having that recurring co- recurring cost and so the guy in ghana is better off like five years ahead and do you know what they will give them tax break for starting your own business at least for the next five years what no. do we have here? So, sir, this democracy is not working for us. If this is the definition of democracy, Nigerians want something. Now, for, for for some people, the uh, you know the the all of the issues uh, predicated on the fact that we have a faulty constitution. For some people, and you know, especially now that the National Assembly say they are doing a review or an amendment, uh, there's been a lot of talks. Uh, going on as far as what we need to do about the constitution the president as well mentioned it uh, but but he continues to say uh that it's uh this talks about restructuring this talks about um constitutional amendment it's, it's the business of the national assembly mm-hmm. uh, in fact he went as far as saying he's also a strong advocate or a strong supporter of power devolution by saying these things need to be catered for by the national assembly uh, and that that that's what brings us to this next question about the very grassroots politics uh, how 
you know the the representatives at the grassroots are, are the most important and for some reason it appears because we were talking about the blames of the people earlier for some reason it appears that's rarely ever the focus of the electorate uh, the, the bulk of the attention is almost always in abuja or at okemoso no one is really paying attention to that Abelkuta North constituency, no one is really paying attention to that ward in, uh, you know, Imala, that ward, and so, so and, and this very smaller, uh, uh, you know, spaces that we should pay attention to. Yeah, I mean, and that is because of, of the faulty constitution, really. I mean, the president said something around, okay, they released 300 million naira to the local government, and the governor makes him sign, the, makes the local government sign, the chairman sign that he has received 300, naira, 300 million naira, and he takes 100 million naira, go and pay salary, and everybody goes home. And that is still the problems we have. But the problem I have personally is why is Mr. President complaining? Now, we we all remember when a particular president wanted third term. And we know how they rallied the whole of the federal legislature to, you know, find a way to grant this third term. And so, we, we know what a president can do when they have an agenda they are so passionate about. They move. And when they really move, you know this is what presidency wants and hardly can anybody stand in their way. So I'm saying, if the president wants the local, the, a functional local government, there are things he can do beyond complaining, beyond um, passing the box, beyond, I mean, the box stops at your table, you can't pass it. And so there are things the president must do. The ones that can really attend to the needs of the people. And, and you know what? I do say this. Nigerians do not want too much from the government. We want about five or six things. Just give us good hospitals. Give us good schools. Give us good roads. Give us um, water supply. And give us security. Then Power s- move. Sorry? Power yeah, move. Yeah, power. Number mm. six. And you see that most Nigerians do not even care about the billions you are stealing. Once you have those things, if you are stealing in, in actually most people don't even care they just care about how repeat it give us good schools give us good hospital give us power give us good road give us security and you know and the other one and we will be fine we don't want to nigerians are not asking for social security i mean they will i mean in, in different climates we know that if you're unemployed the government has something they are giving you not even unemployed if you are temporarily out of job you are between jobs. You are changing jobs. Government gives you something. I mean, there are so many things other people get from their government that we are not getting. But when you are asking for the basics, is it so hard to provide basics? And you know what? Any government that cannot provide basics has failed. If democracy cannot provide the basics, then democracy has failed. And so that is exactly what this Democracy Day is all about. We should provide the basics, the basics for the people. The the, the 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 poor masses do not want too much. They just want to live peaceably in in that their little space of theirs. And the local the, the local government is the closest administration to them. And so once you disable, once you do not empower the local government, you are effectively differentiating the people from assessing their basic needs. 
I mean, if the local government cannot pay teacher salaries, they cannot even employ teachers. The local government cannot identify a particular community and employ doctors and nurses to take care of health challenges in those communities. The local government cannot identify a particular road that is so bad and people are suffering and fix it. The local government cannot see this particular school, their roof has gone off. And go and fix it. I mean, here in Ogun State, we have people studying under the tree. We've seen the pictures in Yewa. Mm. We have people studying under the no classrooms. And we call them the futures of tomorrow. And we say we say we're in a democracy, it's not working for us. Now in in this uh, somewhat people versus leadership situation that we find ourselves in, uh, someone has to give apparently. If 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 the leaders are not willing to shift or change uh, the status quo or then it, then it means the people have to find a way now uh, there's been so much talks about how it can be done uh, you know many interesting things have been said but the questions of how it can be done legitimately uh, well as we know um, wait for an election uh, get your representatives to remove a, a leader you feel is ineffective. The question is, how often do they see these representatives? That, that's, that's one. But, but then, uh, do, do you see the people taking this a lot more seriously? Uh, on Saturday, my, my analyst was talking about how uh, before now, it was a, a lot of work for civil society organizations getting people to pay attention. But because of the troubles now, people are naturally paying attention to themselves. Do, do you think this attention is enough already? A lot of people talk about the ENTAS, but I've heard people that say, well, uh, when you look at the success of the ENTAS, there were a number of things that led to it. You talk about bottled, bottled up anger. Mm-hmm. The youths were really feeling the heat. Yeah. Remember, there was an ASO strike. Remember, mm-hmm. that a lot of young people who didn't have jobs yeah. and it was easy to just mobilize them. Yeah. Uh, but you might not have this with other Nigerians. So, do, do you think this attention from the people is getting to that level is enough for the radical change that we need as a country, especially on the part of the electorates? I, I think it's getting to the tipping point. I, I think the cup is <laughs> nearly full at the moment. Um, even that the president had to come out, I think they are feeling the heat. Um, the, the, the center could no longer hold, and that is the case. Um, those in the southwest are pulling it apart and saying, Udu Dua Nation, that's what they want. Those in the east are pulling apart, say Bafra or nothing. In, in, in fact, the, the guys in the east are more, even more violent about it. The, the, anything federal, they are destroying it. They, they really want to ensure Anek has really come out to complain and say hey the way the way things are going we're not going to have an election in 2023 and so the the guys in the east um are more forceful about it uh, you know maybe they have the Biafra experience and they know that doing it legitimately would not work and so we do not advocate for violence violence should be should be out of it I mean everybody's saying war is coming war is coming they, they said people in Igogo had already faced their own war and people in Yewa faced theirs too and all of that I mean it, it, I mean different forces are pulling this country and so that is the agitation but do you know that do you know that as a failure of leadership? Because these things have been there. And so they've been asking for these things. And they've been asking, see, this is what we want. This is, I mean, your brand nation and Odudua agitation were never this loud. But because Fulani were killing, supposedly, mm. were killing people. 
and so they were killing the Yorubas and they were like how can you come and do this in my own land and the federal government is virtually not doing anything about it nobody even the last one we had in Igogo have you had that anybody was arrested about the Igogo massacre and so that is what we keep getting and so when things like that go on the pent-up agitation of the people coupled with all the problems they've been facing before the the saudis we talk about derivation formula how how they are providing all the res- the resources the country using and there's nothing to show for it in a community Child's and on. all of that yeah and and, and i guess it is only the northern part of this country that is not talking about cessation or talking about restructuring and all of that some people argue that they are the one benefiting from the whole thing and so this is what i'm saying it takes the leadership to put this country together and so people are really speaking up now because they are feeling the eat more it is unlike before unlike before what they were feeling is about poverty unemployment and all of that now is about survival now it's about i'm gonna get killed if i don't speak up i'm something might happen overnight if i don't speak up before it was just um supposedly fulani headsmen um you know going on their farms and killing people now it is overnight they will come to your house and they will stay on the road and kidnap you and you know all the kidnappings we have in kaduna how many of them has been treated how many of them have been arrested and so when you don't punish bad behavior this is what will keep happening and democracy should actually do that our leadership should actually do that and punish bad behavior but when this thing fester when they just go on on um unabated and all of that and that is what so the, the loud noise the speaking up the sorrows okay you're hearing now is because people are pushed to the wall mm. it's about their life now it's about their existence it's about their survival it's about the fact that they no longer have money to pay for ransom it's about the fact that they can no longer go to their farms it's about the fact that they can no longer sleep with two high clothes it's about the fact that their lives is about to be taken it's about the fact that they see war coming there's just there's uncertainty as to what the future holds. exactly there is general hopelessness hopelessness among the young people i mean we come together and we discuss okay what if you get to power today how can this be solved and once you raise a solution people tell you about the problem with that solution and we can't even come up with a say and say yes this will work because it is a state of hopelessness we have found ourselves in and we expect democracy to work for us we expect our leaders to work for us the, the, the followership are doing the best they can but i think the leadership should do more all right, um, we'll, we'll take a very quick pause. Remember, we're live on Facebook uh, for you to join us. Do share the videos to drop your contributions uh, via that avenue. We'll talk to you via the phone lines uh, in a moment. I've been speaking with Solomon and Lolobo as uh, talking about the state of the nation, the Nigerian situation, especially after the uh, Democracy Day celebration uh, that happened on Saturday. Uh, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. You don't see that new 
funny video for Twitter. That one, wait, the boy. You mean this one? What of that brother Shaggy News Kitty? Where the circulate was up? Oh, this one. What of that meme? Where the guy? <laughs> Where mad open like this, ba? Mr. Nuito, which data you they use know all these things? Now, glow new data plans get me. <laughs> Are you serious? We just 50 naira, and they get 50 MB. And we just 100 naira, and they get 150 MB. We have to use chat or browse on top Facebook, WhatsApp, Twitter, and even Snapchat. Hey, Willie. No, doll yourself, oh. Dive star 777 hash now. Make you begin the browse, they go. Glow Unlimited. <laughs> Platform on Fresh 107.9 FM. Burgers. I thank you for staying with us. 43 minutes can pass 10 a.m. now. Uh, just about uh, 15 minutes before we wrap things up uh, this uh, morning. We've had a lot to say this uh, morning. Uh, remember, we're live on Facebook for you to drop your contributions and uh, be a part of it. Uh, do share the videos. Uh, thank you very much. The numbers to call to be a part of the conversation this morning are 0815 432 1079. 0815 432 1079. You can as well call 0818 1079. 0818 1079. Those are the numbers for you to call uh, to talk to us via uh, this morning, and we will be glad to hear from you uh, on the program uh, in the next uh, couple of minutes. Uh, let's see what we have here. First off, good morning to you. Hello. Hello. Yes, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Go ahead. My name is Shita Ewasi. I'm calling from Nikita in Abirakuta. All right. Talk to us, Tawasi. So this is the right thing at the right time. That's why all those in Nigeria... Hello, are you? Yes, we're, we're with you. We're, we're struggling to hear you, though, but go ahead. It appears you're clearer now. Okay, um, the, government, the government should do the right thing at the right time. So that's the problem. That is the solution we have, they have to solve in these countries. Hmm. Because if they refuse to do the, the right thing, what is the happening is still happening in this country. All right. So that is my point. All right. Th- thank you, Mr. Wasio. Thank you. Hello? Hello. Hello. Hello, Wale. Yes, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Solomon. Good morning, sir. Abayomi is my name. I'm calling from Abelkuta this morning. Um, let me start from um, this. We want a change of And there are laid down procedures for us to change government. If truly we are the ones that put the government in place, mm. Why can't we follow the late rules of changing the government? This protest that uh, Buhari must go, Buhari must go, we all know that it's not going to work. Because Mr. President cannot just wake up one day that because people are saying, uh, I must go, and he will leave office. Well, He's going to lay a precedent that every one of us will not be able to cope with it in three years. But then, if as an employer of labor, you have employed somebody to work for you, and the person is not achieving the, the expected results, 
there are ways of easing him out. It's not that you pick up a cane and beat him out of office. You you either tell him to resign or you sack him. That is the laid down rules. Not that you come to the office one day and bungle him out of office. Mm. The energy we are putting into all these protests, why can't we put that energy into talking to our people that collect 1,000, collect 2,000 and suffer for four years will not be the solution to the bad educational system we have. Will not solve the problems of our healthcare system. Will not solve the problem of power. Will not solve the problem of infrastructure. Why can't we put that energy in that? Now we are saying that the leadership is the problem. The leadership is the problem. I agree. But then, from the followership, that is where we keep the leaders. All right, Mr. Look at the way we handle things on, on even on the streets. All right, Are we showing good examples? Good morning, Wale. All right, so, good morning, I, I know you could go on and on. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, I, I'm going to, okay, just before that. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. I am Dr. Smoga State. We, we didn't get the this name. My own, this is my own contribution to this uh, issue. Dr. Smoga, okay. The right. only solution is that when the government has been <laughs> Although you could try again, we're, we're really struggling to hear you. Uh, very interesting submissions by Mr. Abami earlier. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to say because I, I was trying to, you know, uh, pick, uh, look at a number of places where we've seen leaders leave office because of a protest. Mm-hmm. I, I remember very recently, I think it was Peru, uh, mm-hmm. the interim president, uh, Manuel Marino. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was protest and it felt well. They're asking me to leave and he left, you know. But but maybe he's saying that's something that will not work here. It's mm-hmm. never happened it in will, Africa. It will not happen. <laughs> Hello, good morning. Hello? Yes, good morning. Hello, good morning. This is Pastor Tayo. Pastor Tayo, you are calling from where? From uh, Uluke. Okay, talk to us. Okay, I was issued that the democracy, the government should do everything possible to, to make sure that uh, all that are aggregating for one thing or the other, let their force be heard first and let them sit down together. And talk about how to move forward. People are suffering. So many things are happening. So let the government sit down and you know, get people, right people, into the right place and let them talk and give solutions to the major problem. The robbers are there, the violence are there, they can do more than the one you are, you are voting for. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Well, I don't know whether that's uh, part of the conversations about whether we could develop our own system. Yeah. You know, it's, it's <laughs> okay. Zero eight one five four three two ten seven to nine. Zero eight one eight one 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 ten seven to nine. Those are the numbers uh, to call to uh, talk to us via. We'll, we'll get back to the phone lines uh, in a moment. T- talking about the you know the earlier point about how you know some individuals uh, believe that. Because they because they want to change in government that the, the protesting could could get the result for them. Apparently, it hasn't been. In fact, we know uh, on on Saturday, for example, uh, well, as expected, unsurprisingly, there was a counter protest saying they stand with uh, you know they stand with the current government. I, because are you, are you with Buhari? Uh, because at the end <laughs> of the day, uh, th- there's really no avenue for us to. You know, make up our minds and say this is the this is the generality of opinions. There are definitely people who love the current government. There are definitely people who 
uh, you know, believe the current government is doing all it could or all it can, and things are not just working for it. How many they are, I'm not sure there is any way for us to know. So, what, 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 what do we? How do we? Be, what, what is the? What, what are the people? These individuals that feel well, they want, uh, you know, they want, uh, you know, the, the the government to leave, for example. Uh, apparently, there are just very few options for them. You know, wait for an election, get your representatives to do what you believe they should, and, and you know, brings us to the talks about our representatives, uh, the, you know, who are supposed to represent the people and how accessible they are. And you know, so I've heard some people say, well. They don't make it seem like it was after the election they disappeared to Abuja. I've heard some people say they were always in Abuja. They just came in, dropped some money, <laughs> uh, got the votes, and they went back. You always knew they were never going to stay, but you went on to vote for them anyway. Yeah, I mean, some other people have also spoken about the followership not speaking up, and mm. so part of part of what followership wanted to do was speak up. It was a very few people that were saying. Um, Buari should go. I think it was Omo Yelichu worried. I was saying Buari should mm-hmm. go. I mean, no other person was saying it. We all know that removing a president through protest is never going to happen in Africa, not even in our own lifetime. And so we know that even if the president wants to go, there are so many factors around him that will not make him go. And the ministers will come and say, ah, where do you want to leave us if you go? And the party will come and say, mm. no, you cannot. And his wife will say, ah, my son is still in school. Do you want? <laughs> you don't want him to finish before you leave off. And things, a lot of pressure around him. So we know it's not going to happen. But we're not going to stay silent because the president will not leave. Sometimes we need to speak up, especially when we could have spoken up online, but you also block Twitter. So we cannot speak up until we go to the street. And so those are the reasons why people will have to protest to speak up not necessarily to push the government the way but to let the government know that people are not happy with these certain things mm. and so we all know we have to wait for the next four years we all know i mean if for it was, another two years yes another two years i mean after an election so w- w- this is it um we know there was a particular time that that clause in the constitution to recall a representative was actually activated that i know it was, uh, was in kogi it was in kogi and do, do you, do, we all know the result of it. Mm. And so we all know how difficult it is to recall a representative. And that is the legal way. That is the one laid out in the constitution. So how well can we use that? We all know that the writers and this constitution and those that operate this constitution makes it difficult. And so some people, we, we mentioned it. I thought I was going to say it. Some people say that we should, re- we should tweak the constitution, uh, amend it. Some people say we need a brand new constitution. And and some people are saying whether new or no whether amendment to these people in office will not change this constitution because this constitution pays them benefits for them and they are they are they you know they are the benefit the benefit yeah beneficiary of this constitution they will not change it and so we are talking about the legal way to change um people in power i still believe beyond the followership collecting to 2000 era there is nothing else the followership can say the color about me mentioned how do we behave on the street go anywhere in the world people behave abnormally on the street in america in u.s even in china even though that they have strong leaders that put strong laws with enforcement people you would find bad of course we there are always bad eggs even in america that you see them that they are they are always unruly 
but just leave them on. We just tell them you suspend law enforcement for two days and see how rowdy America is going to be. See how rowdy China. China with 1.3 billion be one of the lowest crime rate. See how rowdy they are going. If you misbehave in China, your family will say bye-bye to you. They will not even see you again. As we, so we all know, and it is the leadership that puts these things into place. You do not expect the followers to self-regulate. It does not happen most of the time. Leadership see what the society should be like. They model it into that and they enforce the laws. They ensure that we cannot bribe our police. They ensure the police are well paid and will not will see your bribes as peanuts. Mm. Listen to me. I was on the street of America and I lost $7,000. I was already looking for it everywhere. The police were actually looking for me too. They were like, how could you carry $7,000? And when I when I saw them, they took on my ID card, they saw everything, they saw this guy is legit, he's a visitor, they saw everything on my passport, they asked me to go. And they did not ask for anything, sir. But if it was in our city here, yeah, you will part with a part of that money. Just that they even recover that money for you, you will part with it. They will be like, how much is this? Go with your money. So, and that's what we're saying. Our police should be well paid to the point that they see whatever 2,000 euros. What are you, why would you offer me 2,000 euros? Do you know what my salary is? Do you know how I'm well taken care of by the government? So, those are the things we're talking about. And so, you cannot totally blame the followership. The leadership can regulate how the followerships behave. All right. Uh, we'll leave it there this morning. I know we could go on and on. Just uh, me, Oluwakpailumelo, Atosin on Facebook says, nice one, bro. Solomon, oh, thank you very much. Uh, quite a number of you. Uh, we joined us live uh, via Facebook this uh, morning. Well, the video is there for you uh, to catch up on the conversation. Remember, uh, all you have to do is download the Fresh FM player to always listen to us on the go wherever. I should say a very big thank you to Solomon and Lolo for joining us this morning. Thank you for your views uh, this uh, morning. Uh, the hope, of course, uh, is that uh, we will well very soon rather than later begin to see the country we desire and of course deserve because I've heard yeah. some people Nigerians have gone through a lot and they mm-hmm. deserve better mm-hmm. we'll see uh, We we'll hopefully we'll begin to get that very soon thank yeah. you very much for your views this morning thank you very much sir thank you for investing your time with us this Monday the platform returns Wednesday God willing Wale Bakar is my name enjoy the remaining hours of Monday because uh, we have to get back to work tomorrow Have a great day. Good morning. Hi, I'm Ozzy Yuma, and I'm always tuned in to my favorite radio station. Fresh. Look what I brought for you. Yeah, only Kalonegi. Oh, Yajeri, Essenjani. Matula Beresani, Betisimo Borio. I want Seleto Seleudiodo. Yala Bola Lafesega, Esekiko. Bole Lenya Lafajo Balori, Concreta Masitanis. Ere, Daraya Resisa, Hatsibe, Hatsibe, Bello. Nikanitom Milekiki. Fresh FM 107.9. To one year, Biokuta. Ah, Gomoka, no, Wuro. Titi Diago Mejila. Lemon Bolo, Jua, Jo Monday. Sio Jua Pameta Saturday. Akimu Shitsu. AK Sports. Nyoma Jalule, Seti Bowa. Esha, Tima Kanitole. Lorioki Oshoba, Presidential Hilltop, Abiokuta, Lakalesi, AK Sport, Oyami Shonibe. 
from the rock city of Nigeria. Rock city of Nigeria. This is Fresh 107.9. Oh, 